Chat of the Wild is a part of the Greenlit Podcast Network. To find out more information, as well as other great shows, go to greenlitpodcast.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Chat of the Wild. Gaiden. In this season, we are playing through Ari and the Secret of Seasons, a game that was kindly given to us by Modus Games. Hashtag sponsored. Uh, gotta say, I don't, I gotta say that every time, I yeah. guess this is the first time we did it. Just want to cover our bases. Well, don't want fair. people thinking that we're, we're like, you know, lying to our audience or anything like that. It's weird. Corporate for us, so I, wanna cover it. I know we're, we, we're, we're bought, bought out now, but now we have to be like really mean to the game. Well, okay. So <laughs> this is, I, I want to, this game is making me angry and then impressing me. Back and forth. Yes. Like, Absolutely. <laughs> yes. I think this game makes me angry just because it impresses me so much. Like, there there will be stretches where I'm like, this is super cool. Like, the dungeon, like, the main dungeon we're going to go through in this episode, I love yep. the concept of this dungeon. I love mechanically mm-hmm. how it works. I absolutely and agree. The juxtaposition with that and some of the rough edges of the game makes it really hard but i think uh kind of jeremy you pointed out the the first episode this is one of the newest games we played and they're still patching it they're still updating it i know one thing we mentioned in the first game was or yes. in the first episode was um the uh jumping and you couldn't see your shadow and then today i was jumping around and i can see my shadow oh really not yeah. only that uh i'm getting coins now when I kill enemies. Yeah, was yeah. that not happening before? Is that a patch or is that just like the game sort of opens up now? I don't know. The first episode when we were playing, we all agreed we weren't getting coins okay, dropping because okay. I even said, what's the point of even fighting enemies then? Okay, mm-hmm. so we are getting money from them. Now, since I started playing it, they're dropping money. And I don't know because I, I had taken a break for like two days in playing this this section of the game where we'll get to a point and then sort of like the game, the, the true story of the game is revealed to us and then we go on and suddenly enemies are dropping money and I don't know if there was a patch for it or if it was just like, well, we didn't want you to have way too much money just well, Yeah, it could be a progression. Mm. But I'm not sure. <laughs> no. So let's go, just go ahead and jump into it. In the last episode, uh, we got a ticket from Prince Crocus to come to his castle to talk to him about what is going on. He wants to help us collect all of the, the season gems to stop whatever is going on. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we were in the town of, uh, I don't know how to pronounce it. Lamastad, 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 Namaste. Um, and this was the beach town that was frozen over. This is Dagden's um, yeah. town, whatever you want to call it. And so we got to go through here. I did want to go because I had missed a few of, well, maybe like one of the side quests beforehand. But literally they wouldn't let me leave. So at this point, I wanted to go back and get the the wig uh, that you guys were talking about. <laughs> yep. um, yeah, I've got and, some wig stories uh, in this one. Yeah, I love the wigs. They look so dumb. Uh, they look like, yeah, they look like they're made of wood. Uh, but I wanted to go back and get them. 
I couldn't leave. I had to keep pushing forward. Yeah, I... Uh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I I was in here, and I didn't do any of the side stories in the town, so I went around and lit some fires and stuff. Yeah, I did all that. So this town is frozen over, and uh, it's a beach town, normally. So no one's dressed for the occasion. <laughs> they don't even have the clothes. No, it's kind of funny because it's like you have literally like swimming trunks and bikinis yeah. for all these characters and they're just like shivering. And it's like, well, at least go inside. Well, no, <laughs> because their houses are built to have air flowing through them to keep them cool. I get yeah, that. So like there are, they have open like doorways. There are people just like hovering around a, a like a fireplace that isn't lit with open doorways, nothing to cover it. Right. There it's, um, there's a side quest where a bodyguard wants warmer clothes. So he says, Hey, I got to be on duty. Go to my house, fetch me some clothes. And you go and his mom gives you the like two sets of warm clothes and he changes and his warm clothes are like shorts and a t-shirt instead of just a speedo. (laughs) Yeah. And there's also, uh, one of the, the, the bigger stones that you can, you can change the season and it will like expand it to like a huge, perimeter uh mm-hmm. one of the the big big stones in the town stops just short of him and his and like him and his tank top and stuff and i was like come on was man like, just just step up you'll be fine i thought it was funny that this character model looks fairly old and then you go and see his mom and his mom looks younger than him <laughs> again maybe that was a joke i don't know this game does put these little jokes throughout it like yeah. making fun of other video games so it honestly could have been, oh, uh, let's just use this old character for the model instead of like, you know, the one that needs to go talk to his mom. <laughs> uh, maybe that'll be funny. It could be it intentional. Funny. I don't. There's there's a lot of uh, the if there's a lot of humor, I guess. Like they're trying, so they could be just trying weird things. Who knows on the periphery? There yeah. there are a lot of weird little one liners. I also like that they're. Um, the dialogue options change depending on if you're using your season crystal. Mm-hmm. So there are people who won't talk to you at all unless you cast summer around them. Because mm-hmm. they're very cold. Yes. Uh, so what we really need to do in this town is uh, we basically just have to find our way out of it. We have the summer crystal and we got to basically make our way back to... Um, well, that's not really the main area. We're going to take sort of a detour around mm-hmm. in order to get to Crocus's castle. The secret tunnel. Yeah, and it's blocked off because there's too many hyenas out there, which, again, not a big deal for us. You saw how we got in here. We can take care of the hyenas. Uh, so we need a travel permit. Yes. I mean, so we're basically... If you, it, up where the travel permit is, it's it's blocked off by ice. We have yes, to and, go through that barrier to get to the guy that... Which, when we first did this, it really stood out to me. I was like, whoa, that is really cool. I really like that. And then when we get to the dungeon later, we're just going to keep doing that over and over and over. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I honestly forgot about how cool it was the first time because of we do it so many times later on. I, I like uh, how we can we can conquer nature, but we still get caught by red tape. <laughs> yes. Fair. Uh, we do have to like go back and forth because we go to this one guy. He says, you need a travel ticket. Uh, you go... He says, go talk to the other guard that he has some bet with. He's about like the, who can... the travel, uh, uh, the, the head of travel in town or something. 
Yeah, and they have some bet going on about like who can deal with the winter the better, the best, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you go and see him, and he's still just like wearing his beach outfit, <laughs> while the guy we talked to was already dressed. Yeah, you know, war- warmed up, up a but, bit there, but he hadn't told him he'd given up. Yeah. Uh, so we just go back and forth. That's how we get the permit, and then we can just keep going. And thanks to um, the uh, the other guy. Uh, we met earlier and got him warm clothes. We had a second set of warm clothes to give to the travel merchant. Yeah. Uh, after we go through all that, we do make our way to uh, Ostera, which is where Prince Crocus's castle town is located. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a bunch of fireworks in there going on. They're having a, uh, a good time. Yeah, I did. I did stop and explored a little bit because there's a couple, couple treasure chests you can get. There's one where I found a legendary key. Which we'll find like what that key is used for later on, but there are three of those throughout the world. So where did you find this? Because I know there was an area that there was there were a ton of hyenas and there was a huge mandrake that you could fight, but I couldn't find any special chests or anything in the so, area. I think I went so I over there. We had to come back later. I think it, it was like south because uh, I went down there too. Because I saw an icon on the map that looked just like the tunnel we'd gone through. And mm-hmm. I was like, ooh, maybe that will tunnel to somewhere else. Um, it turned out to be the, ent- uh, the entrance to, I think, a future temple is what. Yeah, I did find that as well. So I found I, something that I was like, oh, this is cool. And then I used my seasons that I had at the time. And it was like, nothing's happening. Yeah. But yeah, I, I also fought the hordes and hordes of uh, like a lot of hyenas to get Well, to they there. just kept spawning, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like, yeah, it wasn't that they I, were all there. I was wondering if I had to beat up their tent to stop their spawn. Yeah, gauntlet style. Yeah. You got to beat the spawn, spawner or whatever they called it. Uh, no, I just remember this was this key was found in one area up on a hill. There's one of those like dark crystals near it that is if you use it on the magic stone that expands it out, you have a set amount of time before the your dome hits that dark crystal and mm-hmm. ends up shrinking it back so i ended up doing it a few times and the whole time i was just like uh this better be like a whole lot of coins like this better be like a thousand coins and then it turns out it was actually a legendary key which i was like i don't know what that is but cool okay like, I'll, and i find out later we find out later what you know the legendary keys are for or at least i did i don't know if you guys looked at it um yeah i haven't messed around too much with those i mean there's puzzles scattered around the the map with those season stones hanging from them and stuff. I'm, I am certain that we are going to get another mobility upgrade, something along the lines of maybe like a triple jump. That's what I'm wondering. Or potentially even some kind of grappling hook or platform thing that we can like latch onto a wall. Uh, Cause I've seen a few things where when I mess around with the seasons that I'm like, I don't know why ice is around this thing, but that's gotta be something. Mm. Yeah. Right. Uh, and there's some things where I'm like, I just can't reach that at all that I have to have like some kind of triple jump or something. So anyway, uh, we go to Ostera. Well, on the road to Ostera, like we already know something's wrong. There's like a, a, a village that's been displaced. There's children missing. There's... Yeah, there's a bunch of children missing. Uh, I, I Yeah, I didn't even think about it at the time because like I thought 
because they didn't have the question mark over their head, I was like, well, it's not a side quest for me, so what do I care? Yeah. <laughs> You're not going to give me something. No, they're so all, I don't care all those people that you passed, they're having a really bad time. They're having like the worst day of their life. <laughs> yes. Um, they're all saying about basically all their children are gone. Yeah. And again, like I saw all that, but I just sort of was like, oh, that's just some world building. Maybe I'll get a, a side quest later to go find the kids. And I think that's also why you needed that travel permit because they were saying, hey, all the children on the stair are disappearing. Children in Lammas right. Tide are starting to disappear. You can't travel by yourself. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. So we could do all that. There, Like I said, there isn't anything necessarily do right now other than talk to a few of them. Uh, you know, we have our typical shops there. And do you guys buy anything cosmetically yet? Not really. Um, I I bought the the wooden mask in like the first episode, and I haven't bought any cosmetics since then. I I have some skull hat that I picked up from a side quest or something. Um, Me too. Yeah, I got that one. And then and then my my pretty hip wig. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I've been mostly spending my money at uh, Sensei Remy's. See ya. <laughs> uh, you got? Have you guys been finding any of the journal pages? We're yeah, we're going to talk about that. Okay, okay. Um, that uh, there are a bunch of special notes that are starting. Well, like we can go around and collect them now. And I was reading through most of them, and it's you know again, maybe this is just some world building that won't actually like play into it, but also like. Oh, this is some interesting stuff. Mm -hmm. BC, did you find this? I haven't found any of these. I've been finding teapots, not journal entries. I found teapots too. Yeah, uh, they're like floating. They're they're they they are literally like glowing. They're on the floating in oh, the air. Oh, that's what those stars are. Yeah, I've been uh, trying to get to those, but I haven't caught any yet. Or got yeah, they're any usually yet. up on like find the tallest building in town. Like I when I was when we were on the beach town. Uh, there was like a clock tower or something that I managed to climb all the way up, and that's where mm -hmm. I found my first one. Uh, Brian, you're the the scholar of the group. Did you read all of these? I assume. I yeah. Um, it sounds like the guy who wrote the tablets that are scattered around town uh, is the main propagator of the lore. So he may have made up all of the lore. Or at least that's what uh, the the guy in the journal pages is trying to investigate. What really happened? I, I he's also being some... uh, cast out of society for it. He's being punished. So, well, yeah, he was doing some kind of investigation as well. That he was finding that a number of the animal races that he's talked to have no idea where they came from. Yeah, and yeah. it. It, he was saying something along the lines of it sounds like everyone's memory was wiped at some point. So there's some kind of like event that occurred that, th that left us to where we are now. And then everyone's memory was wiped of it. So, or like any, any trace of its history was destroyed. And then, uh, someone went around creating a new theology and history for landmarks and things. Yeah. At least so that's what it sounds like. Kind of a like. weird conspiracy going on. Yeah, at least that's what it sounds like. Mm -hmm. Which I'm totally. I I want to read more. I'm I've been trying to find as many of those as I can. I I saw all those and yeah, I immediately thought of you, Brian, being like, yeah, I'm I'm sort of skimming through these. I'm like, okay, interesting, interesting. 
Brian's going to read all of yeah. these. I know that. Uh, so. <laughs> I mean, if they're interesting, I'll read, I'll read the crap out of it. I also like right. that when you get a page, it's not like you found the eighth out of the sequence of 20 or whatever. Like it, it yeah. just, each page you find unlocks the third, the fourth, like goes in order. Mm-hmm. So you're not just getting like a scattering, you know, of story. I mean, add it to the list of all the different side quest things that I can look up on here. BC, you you said in the last episode you couldn't figure out how to get the map. Did you figure that out? I did figure out how to get to the map. It yeah. made kind my life of, a lot easier. Yes. Not not very intuitive, but... Um, I, yeah, I learned there. how to zoom the map out this week. That Well, ours, ours has the thing that says zoom out on it. I know, but I didn't realize not. I could do that. And now I can actually see the entire world. And I'm like, oh, here's where I am. Here's what, like, everything makes sense now. Before, I was just like, I'm running through another town, I guess. I'm just going to keep heading this way. So now that I can, like, actually look at things, it it makes it easier, at least in my head. Sure, yeah. So, okay, back to Ostera. We're there. uh, There's some... Again, I don't think it's necessarily side quests. I think you have to do all of these things. Yeah, well, there's one one that you definitely do. Yeah, we get there and we find a new race of like sheep people, yeah. sheeple, if you will. <laughs> and apparently everyone else that isn't a sheep in the town is a specious or something. Yeah, like, they're, they do not like them. The, the sheep are it's super awkward. They're they're really pissed off about people like presupposing that they're not guard material. It's getting but on then, their nerves. Yeah. And then you go and talk to some of them and they're just like, sheep don't belong here. And it's like, <laughs> what is going on in this town? The weirdest thing for me was I just watched the movie Black Sheep, which is a New Zealand horror movie about zombie sheep. So it was <laughs> zombie yes. sheep to sheep prejudice was uh, interesting. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> So we do have to find all of the guard sheep, which we have to find one extra sheep that's supposed to be guarding yeah, before we can missing. give him the ticket. Yeah. And and all they and really so, all they really say is he's by the water, he's also by a door, and he's asleep. And that's all yeah. we have to go on. Uh and so we have a sheep herder mission. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically. Uh, we go and and we just go talk to a bunch of racists uh, that just talk about how much they don't like sheep and how lazy they are. It's bad. Like I don't like I don't know what kind of commentary they were like trying to do with this, but if unless it is like a general theme in this world that we're going to find later on, that there is like this this huge divide between these towns of like how people feel at each other, and we like there's a message of unity in, in the end. This part is so out of place well, this is and the, weird. The only town we've run into another animal species living next to humans. I guess that's fair. We had the hyena people come in and everyone freaked out and told them to leave. So, Well, I think it's also... There's been a lot of prejudice in this game. If you think about how the people in Yule talked about all the towns, the the people in Astera are super hoity-toity. The people yeah. on the side are lazy, lazy. and undependable. Yeah, <laughs> fair. Yeah. But uh, hopefully, they do have some kind of nice, uh, you know, story that talks about how all those people are wrong, and let's let's get some unity in there or something. Well, the, everyone will have to 
band together at some point in the story. Sure. Uh, so we go and find him. We just talk to some people. And then when they come back, we realize the sheep is like, oh, he was actually right behind yeah. me the whole time. Yeah. yeah, that was great. I was really happy about that. That whole yeah. quest. Yeah. I mean, I guess it has the added benefit that like I have a better sense of the town layout. But which is Since we'll insane, be coming back here a lot. Which is insane, the layout of this place. <laughs> it's just like... Good one, Jeremy. Good one. What, what's that, Jeremy? Uh, since we'll be coming back to this town a lot, it's a good thing that you memorized it. I mean, maybe. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, spoiler alert, no, we won't. Uh, uh, so, we go through all of that. I'll get to it. Maybe you missed this part, Brian. Um, yeah, I have go... some problems uh, with, with cutscenes in this episode, too. Oh, okay. Well, maybe maybe that's part of it. Uh, we get the ticket. We give the ticket to him. They let us through, and then uh, Ronan shows back up. Yeah, and he's got another side job. You know, like this time he shows up and he's trying to be funny about stuff, and I'm just like, yeah, I don't like you. <laughs> like every time he shows up, I'm like, later when he he shows up again, and I didn't trust him. Sure. Um, yeah, I just think he's just going to be sort of a, a comic relief character that'll just pop in. Yeah. So we go through all of that and then we see Crocus. We go to his main hall and Crocus shows us this magic staff that he has. I mean, well, we walk in and like he shows us just how like awesome and royal he is. He's got like 200 sheep and yeah, gold statues of him everywhere. And he's posing huge, for us. Elegant. Yeah, this huge, elegant castle. Um, but he shows us this magic staff, doesn't say what it is, says that he found it, but then he says something about how Flynn touched it or yeah. Flynn did something with it. And that's why he's gone. Yeah. They were adventuring buddies. Did, did I miss that from before? They're, they're both guardian apprentices. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Ari didn't, Ari didn't react to it. So I thought maybe I misread it. No, no. But he definitely says that was the last time I saw and then he stops himself. Something like that. Yeah. Um, Ari tries to touch it. He says, no, don't do that. Puts it away. Then we get a weird th- yeah. moment where Crocus dances with us. Because Ari clearly oh. has a crush on him. We know this. I like this cutscene, actually. This whole I, thing is pretty great. Yes, but it's, it's still kind of weird. Was, yeah. That I was like, yeah, we're okay. We're dancing now. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, he's asking her if she's willing to help him find all of the elements and all this stuff uh-huh. to do what he needs to do to save this land. To stop the, the, the mage. He, he brings yes. up the mage by name at this point. Like, will you yes. help me? Ari is entranced by him and she agrees to it. And the second he does that, he's just like, all right, because apparently I, he just needed her permission, I guess, or he was just waiting. He was taking he was his time, time to, yeah, to pickpocket her. Yeah, yeah, that was all. He just needed to, to pickpocket her. That was yeah, all. he and he steals our medallion, and then we see that green gas show back mm-hmm. up. Like, oh, and that uh, that we saw before. So clearly, I guess, I mean, he may have had someone else help him, but the the mystery character all in black that we saw in the previous cutscene was probably crocus so i mean it, I, mean, 
I knew when they showed that character the first time it was Crocus. <laughs> I was thinking it might have been Flynn. I was thinking there may have been some twist about what needed to be done and Flynn was taking it upon himself. Mm. Well, I think it was it was clear to me that it was Crocus because you saw the you saw him come in and then when you go to get the crystal, he conveniently shows up like his minotaur is going to get the crystal and he conveniently sure. shows up and it says, Oh yeah, I was just making sure that Dagden was gonna show up to the meeting. At that you point, yes. He is. yes. Yeah, at that point I I did not trust crocus at all but since we saw that before of like the mysterious character i first thought that it might have been flynn either way this means he has all four now yep yes he has all of it he's the most powerful being in the land and all that stuff at this point um we get tossed into uh, a prison and i had a weird glitch happen where ari had her hair back uh yeah i have hair problems right now uh, her really the entire uh, I, I'll show you video at some point the entire cutscene of them dancing and stuff her hair is bleeding through the wig oh eh, I mean hey when it comes to those kind of cosmetics I don't I don't I'm not surprised by that and, at all. and then after this uh, I have the wig and cutscenes but not in the game so that's weird yeah did the did the flower crown show up around the wig? During the cutscene? Oh, yeah, because he put... he uh, Krogus puts this, like, crown of flowers on it. Yeah, I guess it, it would have. Yeah. I, I wonder if the flower crown is what wigged out. She was doing it before out. I stepped into that cutscene. Well, I just... Oh, my, but yeah, my yeah. Thing, okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, my thing was weird just because when she showed up in the prison and she had long hair again... I thought oh. it had been a long time. Oh. But then as soon as the cutscene like ended, her hair went back to short again. Oh, so you had Oh wow. Okay. I had her long hair. I don't know how that <laughs> happened. Okay. Like huh. it was kind of strange. Alright. Uh, but again, video games are like held together by tape and Elmer's glue. So it, it, it is not surprising when we have these things. That's why it takes hundreds of people <laughs> to like test all these things mm-hmm. and get all this stuff ironed out. So before we go ahead, we're going to take a quick break to talk about some uh, other greenlit podcast shows. We'll be right back. This week on the Super Nintendats, Blake J. Harris and Jonah Tulis, co-directors of Console Wars. Is Nintendo the villain? It's definitely a David and Goliath story. Sega could have had the PlayStation and the N64. Oh my god, this is the coolest thing ever. Glass processing, Reebok pumps. <laughs> what is your favorite BS marketing push of all time? Sonic 3 with lock-on technology and working with Michael oh, Jackson yeah, we and love that. that. Were you Sega or Nintendo kids? I mean, I was a Nintendo kid. PS5 versus the Xbox. Who's coming out on top here? Right here. On Greenlit. Hunter Hunter, Yu Yu Hakusho, Literary Analysis, Comparative Localization, Jojo References. The works of Yoshihiro Togashi hold a specific kind of magic, and the people who seek to examine their roots and spiritual descendants are known as the Spirit Hunters, available on the Greenlit Podcast Network. So, we're in prison. And we don't know how we're going to get out. Did you guys try anything? Did you have some idea of how you were going to get out I of this? I found a, a metal cup, and I figured yeah, yeah. I was going to have to beat my way out of that place with me and my cup friend. I hit the walls. I hit the bars. I jumped mm-hmm. around. 
We have all of our items taken away. So we can't even like double jump. No. We can't do like any of that stuff. We don't have our attack um, upgrades. We don't have our health regeneration. Mm -hmm. No. I was legit worried because we go a while before we get that stuff back. Yeah, I we was do. legit worried of like, are they just resetting us? Uh, but they don't. Yeah. Spoil well, uh, jumping ahead a bit. We will get him back eventually, but it does take some time. So, uh, I threw my cup at a minotaur. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, <laughs> while we're hanging out there, uh, the minotaur that we fought earlier, Mascari, he shows back up and he's the guard. He's supposed to be making sure that we don't get in anything. Yeah. And Ari's just like, Hey, uh, Krogus is a bad guy and he's like I know but I'm like bound to him or whatever I have to like, do I this owe him my life I'm stuck um, here man well I, I think but... it's not having seen the journal entries that you all saw um, Mascari's point is that his family has served at the castle for generations yeah and there's so many people who are just like indentured to serve the kingdom yeah which the royal family is a little bit sus, as we're about to find out. Yeah. Yeah, he says, uh, like, I can't go anywhere, but you can leave. Uh, but you have to promise me something. If I let you out, will you free the other children? We're like, oh. Dun, and then dun, we dun. see a bunch of child slaves. And then, yeah, we're transported to Temple of Doom. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Uh, it's, I thought it was it's almost funny. just like Temple of Doom. I mean, it's it's basically the same setup. Uh, I thought it was funny that Mascari is just like, well, you have to, you know, the, the similar thing of being like, you got to shoot me in the leg so that they they know that like <laughs> they'll, they'll think that you fought me out yeah. of here. And they give uh, he gives us his giant mallet. Which I'm very disappointed that we don't get to keep I know, that. I know, that mallet but, was so um, cool. We we do trade it in for something cool too. Yes, but I mean, I told myself that in the first episode I was going to keep that spoon. It's already I've already already seen some other cool weapons. Yeah. I do want to spend money on getting the ninja outfit and like the and the ninja sword. Like mm -hmm. I want to get those because I'm like, all right, let's be a cool ninja throughout the rest of this. Yeah, we we skipped over some of the merchants in Austera. I found some. Some cool stuff there. Oh, I think it's all the same. I think uh, they all still sell the same thing. It was the first time I'd run into a weapon salesman. That wasn't. Oh, just no, selling, there was one in the first town. It just wasn't selling a spoon, though. Like, it was like, it was the first time I'd seen a wide selection. So I, I must have missed it, I guess. Yeah, there were like five or six different weapon options in the mm. first town. Yeah, but we At hit. At least it. in ours. But we hit the Minotaur, like, and just kind of bop him on the nose a little bit. And he's mm -hmm. like, he's like, come on, man. That's not going to do it. Uh, and then I don't know where the turn is. Suddenly she had enough energy to knock him out. Yeah. And she wails on him. Yeah. It, it, it just like caught him off guard. Maybe that was her plan. I, just I to guess. Trick him. Um, yeah, but we, that, we knock him out. That hit is devastating. And so we can wander around here now. There's a, there's a, a couple kids to talk to. You kind of go back and forth. Mm -hmm. It's it's weird the way that they laid this out because you have to talk to these kids in a certain order that unlock, not like, you know, do this one, then this one, then this one. You do just have to like talk to all of them mm -hmm. and eventually the doors open, but you have to talk to these kids in order to open the doors. Yeah, uh, It's just like a weird scripting thing that it, it it's fine, but 
again, it it is very much reminds me of a PS2 era game, especially the chase scene that is coming up. Yep. Oh my goodness. It yeah. reminded me so much of old PS2 era games. I've got a um, note about a different thing later too that reminds me of yeah. that this era. So we're going through all of this. We do run into a couple enemies here and there that we can fight. One is this giant sheep in, well, I don't know. He's a sheep in giant armor. Hard to say like exactly what he Looks is. Looks like a giant ram. Yeah, or like a ram. Yeah, sure. like when, when um, I saw the sheep guards, like oh, when the first time I had to attack, they were attacking me. I was like, oh, I should have seen this coming. As soon as I saw the sheep guards when they were friendly, I was like, I should have known that I was going to be fighting more animals. So we go through here. Eventually, I don't know. Is this is this this is after we break their mining machine, right? Because I think that's what we do is we toss Mascari's weapon in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. to the mining machine to destroy it. It was like the gem cutter. Mm-hmm. It was cutting down the gems, yes. And so we're weaponless at this point. Uh, but we get to a point where an old school chase scene happens where we it, the, the camera is fixed. It's going down a hallway. We have to move left and right to dodge between things. Now, I don't know if you guys picked up on it. Running doesn't do anything because he runs at the same pace as you do. Yeah. So if you hold down run, you're just making it harder on yourself, honestly. Okay. I had completely forgotten about the run button. Yeah, I don't think I, I even if, touched it. If you jump, I think it's like slightly faster. Rolling isn't faster, but if you no. jump, you're a little bit faster than him, but it still doesn't really matter. No. He runs on the same path each time, and you two run at basically the same pace, and it is very easy to do one misstep if you don't slash your weapon at any point or anything like that don't try to attack any of the pots or anything like that just keep running uh because i mean i got caught i don't know five or six times i i did before i got it yeah it was very annoying uh and then then Um, the uh the ramp at one point you can run over a section like i got caught in the geometry of that just fall through yeah (sighs) um it was also very loud. Like, I didn't want to say, I didn't mention it uh, uh, in the first episode. I really enjoy the music in this game. I don't think it's, like, amazing, but they did a decent job. I haven't come across any songs that are, like, annoying. It's just a nice, good, like, background ambience throughout the whole thing. Uh, but in this section, it was very loud. And there was a lot of noise. So I just had to keep hearing that over and over and over uh-huh. and over. Uh very frustrating, but it absolutely reminded me of some of those older games that they put that kind of stuff in there. Uh, I just think of every like Crash Bandicoot chase scene and how much I hated those levels in the games. <laughs> well, this was this was the Crash influenced games. These were the ones that came off of the Crash games that were like, well, those Crash Bandicoot games are really popular. We need to put those kind of sections in our game, but we don't really know how to do it like Naughty Dog did it. So mm. we're going to like put this half-assed sort of thing in there. So we get through all of that. Um, and then after all of this fight, after all of this, ch- the, the chase, the saving all the kids, where we see the light at the end of the tunnel and those sheep are just like, Nah, we'll close the door on you guys. <laughs> and they're just like yelling. They're like, wait. Yeah, like, wait, we're kids. And I was like, they 
They already know that. That's why they yeah, kidnapped they you. Because you're yeah. kids. That's not gonna. That I don't see how that helps you. Who knows? Who maybe they had some other intention of what they were gonna do in this part, and somewhere along the lines they decided that. I don't know. I, I don't know. But it was weird. It was weird. Then uh, we thought all hope is lost. And Mascari shows back up and he just rams through that gate. Yay. And frees us and all the kids. And Mascari's a good guy. He's fantastic. I love him so much. And he just like, <laughs> you see him walking out with like four, holding four kids. Yes. Uh, we got to go back to the... Um, is it the Dome of Seasons? The yes. Dome of Seasons. Yeah, yeah. It's yes. time to head back to the, uh, you know, we got to r- run back there and warn everyone. Or That's where Prince was heading, I think he said. Well, the Prince is yes. headed there to open the vault. Right. Which... He, yeah. I also didn't mention, uh, I, I had hinted at it earlier, uh, this is where uh, Ostera collapses okay. also. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, why, like, or I guess it's afterwards because we basically destroyed the base underneath Ostera where they were doing all the mining and everything. Mm-hmm. So after we get back to the dome, we do see then Ostera collapses. Yeah. Uh, intermittently in here, I miss uh, cutscenes because uh, I just I turn my system off sometimes in the middle of. Uh, my switch in the middle of like a cutscene because I can't pause it to like make notes, and sometimes when I come back to the game, it's just like skips stuff or <laughs> skips entire cutscenes or yeah, it it's it gets weird later. Yeah, yeah, I I could see how that would make like the sleep mode with Switch is you know sw- only the Switch does that, so they didn't necessarily probably plan on how it reacts yeah. to those kind of things. Um. We get all the way back there, and we see the guardians are all hanging back Just because they're they're powerless, hiding. I mean, but do something. Well, but again, he, he has he the, do? he's Make got the magic powers. Yeah, I mean, Dagden's barely wearing anything. It, you know, come on, man. <laughs> you just like you're just hanging back. I was like, come on, old dudes, do something. They're hanging back. They stop us. Although we're literally like ten feet from him, talking at normal volume. Yeah, and he doesn't hear us. I think this is another fourth wall joke where Dagton says we have to, we have to hide and we have to be very quiet. And he's yell whispering. Yeah, yeah. And they're just right in it, right around the corner. Yeah, they should um, just name that character fourth wall because that's all he seems to do. It, it is. And I, I love him. Yeah, He's my yeah. favorite. He's my favorite. Well, well, there's another joke later on that I love from him. Uh, Krogus opens up the vault so, yeah. using the gems. I guess I didn't I didn't catch this before until until he did this. He's just me, me neither. He's just doing it to like prove he's a bad like <laughs> prove that he's the, the true warrior. Apparently the evil mage was sealed away in the Dome of Seasons. Uh-huh. And he thought he could destroy them. My guess is that they didn't know they've been holding on to the mage to find the hero because only the hero can do it. So this is just like them biding time. Yeah. Say like, we can't actually stop him because okay. only a, a special hero can actually defeat him. Okay. But we were able to seal him away. And Krogus 
assumed he was and opened it up and then just like peed himself and got scared. Yeah, what? I was like, uh, what just happened? Because this, this whole episode, things have been getting like weirder and stranger and it just continues to do so. That's cool. I like it. But I'm like, what What happened? The At first, I thought it was just Crocus is a wimp. But the implication is that there was something bizarre or some unseen revelation as soon as he saw the evil mage. Yeah. Which I have my, my speculation on what it could be. But Do you want to toss that out or do you want to save that? My guess is it's going to be, like, his mom or something like that. Okay. Maybe okay. his mom or his dad. Um, they mention that there's a strained relationship between Crocus and the queen. And then they also say that... Well, they don't say it. You see it that the royal family is using children to mine dark crystals from underneath the earth. Yeah. So I can only guess that maybe, like, the dad is an evil mage or something. Who knows? We don't see who it is. Uh, we're, it's it's going to be some revealed somewhere down the lines. We, we know that the evil mage is now free. And, like, he ran off. Kirkus ran off. Um, one of the guardians chased after him and then came back with, like, a black eye. Yeah. Did he chase after? Ran I thought or... he ran in the wrong direction. No, he ran after the he okay. ran after the mage and got punched in the, mage. In the face. Oh, for okay, him. he ran after the mage. Okay, yeah, and the mage did something to stop him, so he couldn't. Okay, that's what that was. Take care of him. Yeah. So, uh, now it's up. Now it's up to these oh, well, five yeah, before people. Before he runs off, though, like we try and talk some sense into the prince. Yes. Or like, like, be like, hey man, what did you see? We like almost get there, and then the old men decide to like act. I was like, really? Like now? Like now? This is well, Crocus is useless. Yeah, I was like, now yeah. is when you decide to do something. All right, thanks, guys. Crocus and Ari went back, so Ari had a thing. She she had to talk to him, being like, why did you do that? What is going on? And now Crocus has basically lost everything. Yeah, he, that he, he just had he because... immediately realizes he's not all that. Yeah. Has a complete mental breakdown. Yeah. Says he understands where he went. Doesn't say who he is. It could be Flynn. It could be someone else. Yeah. I think he he knows where Flynn is. Yeah. I'm going to guess Crocus trapped Flynn. Some, at some point, we're going to learn that. Like, I, I like your, BC, I like your theory that the evil mage is related to Crocus. And that we may have to deal, we may have to, like, fight Crocus somewhere down the line. Yeah. Um but anyway, now it's really up to us to figure that out. Uh the the four guardians they say, you know, you're not a hero, so you're not capable of doing this and they all like ask like, "Okay, well, we've got to do a well, they were like, I is she even equipped to do, you know, to fight all this stuff?" And Dagden goes, "Well, she did get the double jump." <laughs> and I I lost it. I lost it when he said that. Like I loved that so much. That he's just sort of like, well, the double jump is really impressive. Yeah, <laughs> uh, he, well, yeah, he's like, she's our best option. Like, what are we gonna do? Sit here and just wait for yeah. a hero to show up? Who would just sit around and wait for a hero to show up? And and just what if he never showed up? Right. Um, he might have to flood the land. 
maybe, maybe. Last resort. So they open up this uh, this area down below, uh, which is just a weird looking thing. It is all like future, like Light alien sci-fi looking thing. This is another great Dagden joke because they say our apprentices have never seen past this door. And it's just like a staircase opens in the ground. And it's like, this isn't a door. And Dagden goes, probably didn't pass level design. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, <laughs> what a, it's so weird that they were like, this is going to be the character that rips on all of us. Like the developers are thinking that. Like, just making fun of themselves. It, it it makes the whole, in my opinion, the whole experience more endearing of, you know, it isn't just like a super try-hard game that just fails. It's like there there's heart put into this game, even when they don't necessarily do a great job at some of the gameplay and mechanics and stuff like that. There's like, there's just some character to it that yeah. I, I really like. So we go down there and they talk about the... The cartographer is a term that they use, which is the cartographer. It's a God. It's a, or is that like, it's a weapon is. Oh yeah. Yeah. Is it a weapon? Yeah. That's what I was originally thinking that, but is it that thing that Crocus had is the question I guess I had. Um, no, is it possible that that's the cartographer? I don't think so. The, the cartographer, I don't know if it's assembled by the four things that we get, but. Uh, yeah. The, uh, it, it, we need all four of them for the cartographer to be complete or something. Yeah. But yeah, I forget exactly how it works, it, or was confused by it. The the implication here is that the lore that everyone has been told about how the world was saved and the hero worked is all a lie or a half half truth, mm-hmm. and beneath the Dome of Seasons, there's this super technologically advanced uh, command room created by an ancient society. So, yeah. yeah. Now we have and to resurrect he... this ancient weapon. So, yeah. <laughs> well, do we, yeah, should we do that? Uh, we've, we've played two Mega Man Legends games. Like maybe we should just <laughs> leave things alone at this point. Each of the walls on there, they have like these LED screen yeah. things. It looks like a, a like a techno light bright. Yeah, uh, but and if you go up to them and they sort of like explain these like deities in a mm-hmm. way that are like related to the seasons. Yeah, and what are they called? It's it's not the the connection. It's the yeah. They've got a weird name too. Um, I should have written it down. Maybe we'll check for the next episode. But yeah. So we talked to the Guardians and they say, okay, well, you need to go and go to these temples. We have to go to these four temples. There are these golems there that are protecting these things. And is it just me? But they phrased it as we had to destroy these yes. golems, right? Yes, they like do. they said yeah. that and we had, so I was thinking these were gonna be like boss battles. You are you were supposed to. Yeah. You were definitely they were. You were definitely supposed to think that. But we'll get to that. Yeah, they. So they, yeah, we take up their quest. Uh, we get we get a big hug. <laughs> we get our inventory yes. back finally. Yes. And then now we have all four seasons. And they just give us all four. Yeah. So yeah. we have all four of it. Um, a little overwhelming, I feel like, because okay, I knew what 
winter and what did we have before? Would winter and summer. Mm-hmm. That was clear. But then like, what does fall mean? What does spring mean? We didn't mean? have to. And we'll learn what spring means, but although I disagree like what it should actually be. Right. Throughout this. But but it has to do something. But fall we yeah. didn't even need, so I still yeah, really not did. yet. Yeah, so like it's yeah they did give us two, but there was no reason to use one of them. So we're still just learning one. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did also get when we did get that medallion we talked about in the first episode. It does make our dome a lot bigger. Okay. Yeah. So there is a clear difference on those. Uh, so if you hadn't got a bunch of those like spiked covered chests, it's a lot easier to get to those now with our upgraded. Okay. Uh, seasons so really we just got to go back to uh lamastad and find the temple of what is it the is it the winter t- temple it's we go to the cathedral first yeah we we're supposed to, to find the church. summer but temple. we're supposed to but the goal is to go the to the winter temple, temple. Summer, right? temple. summer temple summer temple summer temple i had I, I get right the f- i get the feeling you guys thought this as well there were at least two times or well there's at least one time where i was like all right this is the temple and it was not no yep <laughs> we go to one area that this is the first area i went to when i said that i got lost when we were trying to find dagden's house mm-hmm. i went to this area first and we get into there and there's a bunch of hyenas hanging out in there we get a weird cutscene where a hyena sees us freaks out Freaks out all the other hyenas and then causes the bell at the top to drop its what is that? What is the ball thing that's in the in a in a giant bell? The clanger. Called? The clanger. <laughs> the clanger drops and it uh, a hyena is stuck to it, and we get that weird close-up face shot of its face screaming as it's falling down, and it's like really silly, and it's just from her like knocking on the door. So did the hyenas know who we are? The during that cutscene, you can see there's all these wanted posters on the hyena's front door. Oh, yeah. yes, and s- some of them say Barry, like B A R Y, and some of them say Fury. So I wasn't sure if maybe these are the other apprentices or they just don't know how to say Ari's name. I think they don't know how to say her name. I think we've been <laughs> kicking enough butt that they're afraid of us right now. Yeah. yeah. This is also another I think that's what triggers I didn't see. So. Just, just went right past it. <laughs> yeah, it was just like a weird, chaotic, cartoony sort of thing. Okay. I did, however, see Ronan. Ran into him. Yeah, Ronan is now doing a delivery service. Yeah, he's uh, just... A fast travel taxi service. But sort he's of thing. using the minotaurs of the... Like he's using two giant guards from from the royal employ. Like the the, the royal family is, we just realized corrupt and, and evil. So I saw them standing there, and I I slowly approached them. I thought I was going to get into a fight. Yeah, I don't know. He gives us a ticket. I haven't used it yet. I don't know. I assume it's not a one time thing. It's not. Okay, good. Uh, good to know. Because then I'll, I'll I'll won't be afraid to use those going forward. Uh, oh, correct myself. It's not under consumables. It's under key items. So I assume that it's not a one time. Okay, thing. that's a fair assumption. But anyway, we we're, we're back at this chapel, uh, and this this 
this was pretty cool. Uh, we have to basically use physics. Uh, there's a number of enemies to fight. We find a new enemy type that's like a weird frozen floating thing. Crystal monster. Yeah, some kind of crystal monster. If you use summer, it just disappears. <laughs> but you have to like actually fight them sometimes yeah. to open a door. If you use summer uh, on them, uh, Ari will say, you're at a season. <laughs> she's got a lot of yeah, lines. We haven't talked too much about all of the things Ari says. Was it son of game. a cow? Son of a cow. A lot of people say son of a cow. We uh, basically need to move those sphere things around. We do find a, another item. Uh, as we move forward, there's like a, a hyena with an eye patch that looks pretty tough, but he keeps running away from us. Uh, we do do that a couple times and then we find a chest where we just have an item this one this temple's weird because we're gonna get two brand new we're gonna get two items in this temple mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's not even or it's not even temple it's a cathedral so it's not even like a dungeon dungeon um we get the binding link on here yes. which did you guys read the description of this i did not i did not the description is a link so strong even high rule princesses would be impressed yes, okay i did read oh. that oh I, I was confused because you're like, did you read it? And I was like, yeah, I, I, I didn't see anything that told me what it did, so I must not have read that. No, I did. There's no. just no information there. <laughs> it doesn't help me. No, no, it's just a joke. I didn't know what this thing did for the longest time, and I was using it the whole time. Yeah. Uh, so with this ability, we can now move like gold metal. So like if a, we come like up a to something, bracelet. Yeah, I mean, we haven't come across everything that we've. There, we're going to move in here is like had a gold metal to yeah. like color to it, and so we can use physics to drag all these things around to move them onto plates to do all that. So there's just a number of puzzles where we're basically dragging these things around to put them on these pressure plates. Mm-hmm. We go through all this. We also can pull these like long switches, which is kind of like in Link's Awakening yeah. and Link to the Past, yeah, where you have the switch the the levers on the wall that you pull straight out and you can do that with those there's a cool thing where you have to pull it and then let you have to like unfreeze that area pull it as far as you can and then freeze it again or like remove it to freeze it and it holds it into a position mm-hmm. so i thought that was pretty cool but yeah we basically just go through all that and we don't need to go like in depth on like how those puzzle works it's all just the same kind of physics move this thing onto a plant mm-hmm. on a to a pressure plate we go all the way up and we get a little boss battle against our eye-patched hyena buddy, which it, it was fine, right? I mean, you get to you had to basically pull those levers to bring his little spike shield around him down, and then you could hit him a couple times. You do that like three different times, and you beat him. Did you guys have any trouble with this one? Nah. Yeah, <laughs> pretty straightforward. You get you get swarmed by other hyenas that you just have to like take care of. Yeah. He has like a machine gun that shoots like ice at you, but if you have like summer open, it'll stop it. But there are like dark crystals around that will kill any domes that you put up. Yeah, we beat him, and then we just get a slingshot uh, that we're not going to use <laughs> for this episode I, at I, all. I won't be using it. You could. You can use them against enemies. It's not advised. It's not the best way to fight him right now. It doesn't do a ton of damage. I went around trying the slingshot things everywhere, thinking that it was going to do something, or I needed it immediately, and I did not. Yep. Yep. 
it's kind of weird. It's kind of weird that they placed that one here. Like it would have made more. Uh, I, again, I don't want. I don't want to say like this is what they should have put there because I don't know how they plan these things yeah. out. But I thought for sure this is where I was gonna find the like the gym that I needed. I thought this was gonna be the end of it. Yeah, this was the end of the the episode. It's yeah, not. I thought so too. We've got another temple. So yeah, this episode is gonna be just a little bit longer than some of our other ones. Probably. Maybe we'll be. Who knows? This I, I don't think this game is that long. I think this just might be a long stretch. We're, we're halfway through it. This is a big, uh, yeah. This was a big chunk of an episode. Yeah, uh, but we have the slingshot, so we can leave there now. And although I kept looking around for a little bit longer, I did too. <laughs> I probably spent at least another five minutes looking around, just being like, "Wait, am I supposed to move these things somewhere else?" I started dragging those the gold balls up the stairs to be like, is, am I supposed to break through something? Mm -hmm. There is a, a angled sort of platform that is in the middle of it that I was like, Oh, I clearly need to take one of those balls over there. I don't even know how to do that. There's nothing up there. I don't know. I, I actually I, I couldn't find anything. I think that might be how something falls down earlier in the game, but okay. yeah, I climbed up that and I tried to shoot out the stained glass windows of the cathedral because I thought maybe another ball would drop. Yeah. But anyway, we have all that. So now we're actually going to go to the Summer Temple. Uh, and this is where I got like blown away by this game. I was like, this is really cool. Mm -hmm. This dungeon uh, is... The, the mechanics that they built for this dungeon are amazing. Mm -hmm. Yes. I mean, in order to get into there, the dun the dungeon entrance is underwater, and uh, what we have to do is we have to basically find this chest it, it, near the front of it. Right, that's where the chest is. Yeah, it's right out in front. Yeah. Uh, we we have to move this. We have to use our spring element on the water, which basically evaporates the water. Mm -hmm. Arguably, I think that should be summer, but whatever. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I think maybe, yeah. So you use spring and that just basically takes all the water away to where we can just like walk on the, on the floor of the ocean yes. or the pond or whatever. And it also makes like floating stop. So that works for everything around it. And you can, you can jump we, out of it into the water and, 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 yeah. and then return through it. Yeah. Uh, we get a medallion that makes it so that we can just swim freely without having to worry about breathing yeah. conveniently right before all this. But we get all that, we go into the entrance, and it's just this sunken area. And we make our way through, and we have to use this ability a lot. It, it, but, it's not just the spring ability, it's like possessing the, the metal gold balls, too. And that will expand it even more, and then you're playing around with that, too. you can drag those around with you. Yes. Yeah, you can now pull those with you. And it just, like, makes all the water go away around you. And then, yeah, at any moment, you can jump out of it. There are areas where there's an area later on that you have to do that. And then it, the, the sphere that it creates goes all the way to the top of the water that you then have to jump down into when you time it right. It's like, it is really cool. Mm -hmm. Like I, I was impressed the entire way through of having to do this. Like I said, I was frustrated up till this point because I'm like, this game is still going. Where is this? Where is this temple at? <laughs> Why do I have a slingshot now? Like, I just didn't understand what was going yeah. on. Yeah, and then I get into this dungeon. And I'm like, man, this is cool. Yeah, uh, the the I was reminded of PS2 era games with the swimming because it has a button 
to go up and a different button to go down. I will say I feel like this played a lot better than PS2 era games with the Switch. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was a lot easier to get around. I just remember a lot of games back then having that function for like, this is how we fix swimming. They don't explicitly explain the the up and down of the swimming, but it works really well. Yes. And it's super easy to control, so I didn't have any problems moving around in the water. No, not at all. Mm -hmm. Um, And just the, the fact that it's a water dungeon where you have to remove water from it and so playing with that side of it is really cool where it, yeah, it, it's, you can't... it's just as much about the absence of water as it is about the traversing the water itself one of the key things about it is that you can't interact with anything underwater mm-hmm. so you have to use your spring ability to create a bubble in there pun intended that you can mess with whatever it is. And sometimes you have to extend that bubble out so far so that you can reach two different things at one time. Yeah. And it's a lot of that mechanic over and over, but not to the point where it's like, Oh, I'm, I, I figured this out. I'm tired of it. Every time I've got to a new room, it's like, I understand the kind of things I need to do, but I still had to actually think about mm-hmm. it. And I was just so impressed the entire time we get this other little mechanic where you have to carry an electric ball from one statue to another and you can't touch the water with it. You can't attack so you have with to, it. You have to do that. You can't take fall yeah. damage with it. Uh, all those things will will make it go away. Yeah. Uh, um, and then there's also another sphere that expands out your ability yes. to. So you get that, then you do it and it just blows so it up. So then you have to figure out from there, you have to try and create a, a dry path from... Mm-hmm one section to the pedestal. And so that's, those rooms are about thinking about it in that way, which I yeah. thought was really great. And it's not always just like taking out the water. It's going back and forth. So there's a, a puzzle where you have to open a trap door so that you can lift something up through it and then close mm-hmm. the door behind you so that a gate will stay open. And yeah. so it's like you fill this entire room with water, move stuff around and then drain it again mm-hmm. and we also have this uh like gunpoint metroid prime sort of uh currents running along the the uh the ground that you'll have to like see okay the, i've powered this on where does it go to now mm-hmm. and and follow oh uh, sure yeah so you have to like figure yeah. out like to open doors you'll, you'll need to like okay i followed that all the way to here okay now i have to mess with this some more and and that you know Another thing is the enemies in this section and the previous section, you have to switch up your seasons to fight them correctly, Mm -hmm. which was super cool, but it's frustrating because there's an issue where there are certain enemies that are stronger in summer and enemies that are weaker in summer. So you have to balance having summer out versus fighting people in the cold Mm -hmm. and the enemies that are stronger in summer get this protective thorn armor that mm-hmm. doesn't disappear when they die. Oh. So. Oh, I didn't know that. That's a pain. Yeah. So there, there was a section where you fight, um, you fight a minotaur, or another giant sheep, along with a bunch of different enemies, and you, you get a chest at the end of it. But I fought all these enemies, and I had one heart left. And I walked into one of the thorn guys who was dead and laying on the ground. 
And that killed me. Because if the summer sphere is still out and yep. they're still on the ground, they still damage you. They don't lose their hit, their hurt box. So, yeah. On the, on the right. flip side, there's the sheep with ice shields that you have to melt. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it's funny that they come up to you and they're like, "Ha, we got you. You can't get past <laughs> our shield." And you're just like, and then suddenly they have nothing. And they're like, "Oh, oh well." And then slash slash slash, you're gone. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but the, I do the, like that the the seasons integrate with the the battles and you don't just go into a dungeon and you use one season the whole time and that's yeah. all you do. Yeah. No, it's really cool. Uh is there any that really Well, I did want to say the so there are a number of doors in there that I had no idea what was supposed to be happening. Right. It was making noise when I would get near them, yes. but they wouldn't open. And I was convinced that I would need to come back here later on when I had some ability. I took my slingshot out and I tried to hit the little circle at the top (laughs) thinking that that was going to open it up because I'm like, hey, they gave me a slingshot. I should be using it, right? No. Uh, So I got really stuck on those for a minute Mm -hmm. of being like, what do I need to do to open these doors? And I had hit a couple pressure plates that the little energy lines were coming off of. And I'm like, I wonder if that opens up that door. And it's like, no, it was literally the gate right next to it that opened. I just wasn't looking at it at the time. Yeah. We do eventually get this item. Uh, we go through enough stuff and then we find this uh, stained glass circular window that when you walk up to it, it opens up and we're back at like sort of this weird alien future tech looking mm-hmm place we go all the way through it there's a bunch of these alien doors that open up over and over and then we find some weird looking thing uh we find it we'll, we'll find out later that it's a magic key yep to open up one of the other doors at the entrance but at the time i'm like i don't know what this is i couldn't fi- i was like what am i supposed to do with this thing it didn't tell me and fortunately I lucked out and walked past one of those doors again and it just opened up for me and it does actually make it a shortcut for a couple areas. Right. That's, uh, that got me thinking about like, Oh, this really has a lot in common with like a wind waker dungeon where it's kind of, you're kind of on a path, but you're taking the dungeon sections at a time. So now you're in the new section. So figure out the puzzles for this. And then you'll move up to the next floor. You'll move to the next part. Yeah. And then there's not a lot of backtracking because like when you have to backtrack, there's usually like a path carved out in front of you. It's like, you know, okay, go this way now. Uh, and at the end of that path were those two doors that you were talking about earlier. And so that leads yeah. us to the, the, like, the final area, basically. So it's basically a boss key almost. Mm-hmm. This scene made me think of Mega Man Legends, when we would grab a refractor and yeah. wait for a gigantic boss to appear. So before happens. I walked through the door, I saved and I said, this is the boss fight. It's happening. It's gotta I picked be, right? up the, the glowing key. Nothing happened. And I was just convinced that as soon as I walked through the door, something like a golem or whatever was going to drop down from the ceiling and it would be on. 
but it didn't happen. I was worried you guys were going to stop playing at this point because you were going to be like, well, I did it. I got, got the, the thing, thing. At the, in the dungeon. Then it's like, okay, yeah, in my mind, it was the same thing of like, as I'm leaving here, there's going to be a boss that stops me. That doesn't happen either. <laughs> we go through and we take this key back to the entrance and there's one of the, in the, in the sunken temple entrance area, there are three different doors that we could go to uh, four altogether, including the entrance that we came in through. But one of them is covered in stone, so we can't do anything. I thought for sure that this was going to be like, this is the season's place. So one is summer, one is winter, one is spring, all that. Yeah. But no, this is still just the summer temple. With this key, we can go back to one of the walls, stick the key in the hole in the door, open it up, and then we meet the golem. And he's just this like stone turtle. He's a whale. A whale, mm-hmm. sorry. But he looks like he looks like a weird cartoony whale. Yeah, was, like he's just like I couldn't, a weird round looking. I couldn't thing. figure out if he was supposed to be like a, a little humpback or if he was like an octopus like the head of an octopus or something at first like i, I, I couldn't figure it out yeah uh i yeah i guess i guess he's a he's a stone whale golem he's a, he's a sad stone whale golem yeah he's he's lost all of his energy just, he can't communicate with his friends he just wants anymore. to be left alone yeah well he, just, he can't communicate with his friends anymore because he made a decision to become what he is now Okay, I missed that part. <laughs> yeah. He left his life to be this. And he can't hear them anymore. Uh, he mentions about how, like, the the problem is that these redstone things are screwing everything up. Yeah. And then she, Ari asks, like, well, what can we do? And he goes, hit it with your sword. And then it's like, okay, now we have the ability to smash those red crystals with our sword. So it's weird that now we didn't get anything. We didn't gain a new power. We just had some guy being like, just, hey, hit it with your sword. Yeah, we just, we just learned to whale. believe in ourselves, Jeremy. Apparently. Yeah, I was I was a little upset by that. Like, oh, the thing we need to break these is the courage to do it all along. <laughs> it, was in a, it was in us the whole time. We needed time. the courage to jump. And then when we break it, we get an upgrade to our heart. Yeah. Yep. And we have to do this three times right now. So we get three new heart containers. Yeah. I'm down with it. Yeah. I'll take the hearts. Sure. But we also have to leave and go smash two other crystals that are out in the town. Mm-hmm. And BC, you said you got kind of lost here. Well, so he said... Hey, here's the teleporter to outside, and I knew where the other two, where those two crystals were, so I didn't even look to the left to see the crystal right next to the whale. Oh. I went outside, and if you if you look on the the world map on the the mini map or the overworld map, it'll show mm-hmm. you spatially where that crystal is that's right next to the whale whale golem. Yeah, so. I smashed the two outside crystals, and I there's just... There's one in the mountains now. There's one in the mountains. <laughs> so, it looks like you can get to it from um, where the spring temple is. That's how I found the spring temple, because I knew there was 
uh, I knew there was something over there, and oh. I was I thought, oh, I'm gonna have to go out here and then go through this cave and wow. find it. I tried going all around. I tried swimming under things. I looked everywhere, and then it dawned on me it's probably just in the dungeon itself, mm-hmm. um, which it was right next to the whale. Right next to where you were told to do it, like to start all like, this mission. Luckily, this he's smashing mission. Once you open the doors to him, it's not too hard to get back to him from the dungeon. No. Yeah. But I was really hoping there was a warp point that would just let me warp right back to him. As no, was unfortunately. I. But we do all that, and then he gives us the magic summer orb, or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the description, or whatever. Uh, and that is where we're going to wrap this episode up. Uh, next episode, we're just going to go take off the next temple. Who knows how long that's going to take. I imagine it's going to be a lot shorter than this one. <laughs> we'll see if there's a, a sub dungeon before it, like the cathedral was. Yeah, possibly. Uh, I don't know about you guys. I am going to make a point to go and smash all those crystals. If I'm getting a heart every single mm-hmm. time. I'm going to do it for the whale. I imagine the last crystal will always be held in a dungeon, so you can't accidentally change the seasons. I'm also interested to see how the the puzzles change as the seasons revert. Yeah, for sure. I'm just, just, uh, you know, we we skipped over just the sad story of the whale, and and now he's he's no longer here with us anymore. Yeah, Yeah, he just falls apart. Yeah, (laughs) he was once hopeful and magnificent. This but he was lured scene, in by the power of the stones. This scene definitely made me think of Wind Waker because it's a similar thing where you have in Wind Waker the sages and Valu and the Deku Tree who are these supernatural beings who are persisting to make sure that they're there when the new hero comes along. Yeah. And in this world, the golem just lost all its fight. He doesn't yeah. even have the energy to are even ask, like, aren't we going to fight? Is there going to be a battle? Are you going to try and eat me? And he just doesn't have the energy for it. Well, and then he also, like we promised to trade him the orb to help for helping getting him out. And even then he's like, no, I I can't. I'm, I'm done. I'm, I'm ready to die. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, he's, uh, he, he will stay and give up his life force power. And crumbled to, into pieces. And we will use that power, I assume, to save the world. I hope so. For the, We'll do it for the whale, man. Do it for whale. Like I said, for the next episode, we're just going to finish the next temple. And we'll be back here to talk about it on Chat of the Wild. Gaiden!